Hey guys, what's up? How you doing? How you doing? More than that, let me ask you this. What are you being great at? What do you got rock and rolling in your life? Where are you at on it? Are you just like the superstar? Everyone around you goes, oh man, he's really great at that. Got anything like that cooking in your life? <laughs> anything like that cooking? How's, how's that relationship? I bet that's how that relationship is, right? You woke up this morning and she's all over. Yeah, I just can't get enough of you because you're just so great. You're such a good man. Take care of business. You're just always there. You listen when she needs you to. You you hold her when she needs you to. You help her when she needs you to. I got to tell you something. If there was any ever a place where you'd probably want to be great, it's that's it. I'm not, I mean, I, I I throw it out there as a joke, but no, really. If you ever wanted to do anything to impress or to improve the quality of your life and actually start making the rest of your life better, you might want to start with that person you share your life with. You know, the one you share that bedroom with, the one you share that life with, that house with, all those chores with. How would you go about doing that? Let's just say hypothetically, because of course I don't want to pin anybody down, but let's just say hypothetically you are actually inclined to be a great uh, partner, husband, spouse, whatever you want to call yourself, right? How would you go about doing that? Because, I mean, let's face it, there I don't think there's anything more worthy. I mean, think about it. If, you're, if you're, your partner looked at you and couldn't get enough of you, you're like you ask them to do something, they're like, oh, yeah, I'll do that. Oh, here, here, sit down. I got this. Oh, no. Oh, here. Hey, you want to do this? And they're just, they're just so much all into you like when they were first met you, when you first got together. Can you actually imagine that? And I asked that question hypothetically because, of course, you can't. I mean, who can imagine the person they've been married 42 years with would actually be over there going, oh, I'm sorry, and I keep interrupting your show, but I, I, I really like talking to you. I got I to gotta go in the friggin' other room so I don't interrupt you. They're all irritated because you're always touching them or rubbing their back or doing something for them or checking on them, seeing how they're doing, right? And of course, maybe maybe that sounds weird, but I don't know. I woke up one day, and I, I stopped, decided to, I, was, I was good enough at being an asshole. I was good enough at being a hard hard head when it came to uh how i interacted with people and i thought you know i'm gonna start being a nice guy so that's that's kind of what i did and i don't know if you're picking up on it i'm, not, I'm i am a, i am a really i am a really nice guy i love i love helping people right i love it right so but but i just started being a nice guy to her i said hey and in my mind my vision for where this whole thing was taking me is that she was going to fall head over heels in love with me and i was going to be the best thing ever and she was going to be nice to me and she'd hold my hand and she'd scratch my back when i wanted her to and and she had my back when things got tough and if i get sick she's there for me and and of course guess what that's exactly what i got so if i were to tell you if you were to ask me hey listen is there one thing you're great at i'm i'm a great husband I'm a great partner. I make sure of that because there's a lot of things I need her help on. I mean, and if she's if she's in the game with me, if she's going, yeah, you know, I trust him enough to make some decisions. Well, so what were you thinking? And then you have a conversation like, well, yeah, okay. Well, what about this? And you hash it out back and forth. And maybe you take some time off and then you come back and you go, hey, listen, what do you think? We think we should do it? And she's like, yeah, I, I think you should do it. No way. I think I'm going to go ahead and step on the idea that we don't need to strive to be great. We do. And there's a reason for that. There's a couple. But the one biggest reason for that is when you're striving, when you're struggling, you're facing the dragon, right? You're getting ready to slay the dragon, and you're facing things you haven't accomplished, there's energy in that. There's energy, and more than that, there's perseverance, and there's commitment, and there's all kinds of aspects of conditioning 
that allow you to actually to make you better at life and make you better at everything about life. And the cool part is once you master it, once you're actually able just to say, all right, I'm, I'm pretty good at this. Yeah, I'm great at this. Hey, listen, I think I'm going to go over here now and I'm going to be great at this. Because I got to tell you, if I gauge what I've done by the amount of money I've made at it, I'm, I suck. I'm, I'm not worth a damn. But if I gauge what I have accomplished by the amount of and quality of things that I've been able to experience and, and overcome in my life, man, I am definitely great at it. And that's probably the reason you don't see me stopping. See, there are two reasons we stop midstream, right? About 30 years old is when we start slowing down. And by 35, we are doing nothing until we retire. Finally got that job we're okay with and, and everything's going okay. And there's food on the table and you think you might be able to make it. And you're waiting until 65 when you get to retire and start having some fun. Not exactly a great plan. Not exactly... I mean, I guess maybe you could be saying and when you get to 65 and you're sitting there in your chair and you got your first vodka and orange juice and you're slamming that boy, bad boy down. I mean, you can say, all right, man, this is great. This is it. This is the top of the, the top of the world. I've been waiting my entire life to do this, to, to do this, right? Come on. I think we can do better than that, right? I think you can probably do a whole hell of a lot better. So why don't we? Well, partly it's because... Um, I mean, and let me back up here. I apologize. Those old people who are sitting around pickling their livers, not doing anything, not teaching anybody, not going anywhere, at actually rocking and rolling and advancing their existence to even greater levels, they are being good at one thing. They're being good at old. They're getting, they're good at old. That's what old people do. You do know that old people don't surf and old people don't do jujitsu and old people don't walk seven, eight miles a day and old people don't do rock climbing and, and, and podcasts and write books and, ah, uh... but you know what old people can do? Old people can be great grandparents. And I'm not talking about great grandparents. I'm talking about friggin' off the hook. Awesome. Great grandparents. Old people can contribute to the community and provide all kinds of knowledge and insight and learn along the way, right? I, I'm a member of the, uh, the, the university here in Carbondale, and I'm like, hell yeah. You know how young I feel hanging out with young people? And I don't even say, I just pass by them, and everyone's all full of energy, ready to go. You want to get great at something, get, it, get, get great in some place where you show up and you're inspired. Just the environment, the atmosphere, the people around you, where you're, the reason you're there, the vision you have for yourself. And I'll tell you what, before you know it, you are, you'll be exactly where you want to be. And what's funny about it is you won't even be able to believe it. That's what happens when you decide, you know what, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be like you. No, I don't even like being like you. I'm not going to be like you. There's too many things I don't know. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm a dumbass. I'm doing podcasts. What for? Well, because I'm not great at it yet. But I will be. I promise I will be. I'm going to keep going until I am. You can you can count on that, right? I made a deal. I think I made a deal. I'm not sure. I'll, let me just run this by you. So here I am. I'm thinking, you know, why in the hell is this podcast so important to me? 504 later, I'm still going. And it taunts on me. I'm, I've kind of gotten myself talked into something. So I've got myself talked into the idea that because my life is so good, that in a way, this is the penance that I have to pay for that. In other words, God has given me such insight and so many ways to be thankful that I look at it and I go, if I don't stop talking, if I don't, if I ever stop talking about it, I'm sure it's going to go to shit. I know it is right. I just, I can feel it. 
So regardless of what you might think about what I have to say, you don't, certainly don't have to believe any of it, but I'm just saying it because this is how it worked for me. I'm great at a lot of things. I got to tell you, I'm pretty damn good. Just ask me. I'll tell you a story about any one of them. Am I good at this? Well, apparently not. I don't, I don't know what good is. According to me, yeah, it sounds pretty good. And the advice is pretty sound. If you wake up in the morning and you have a really good reason to wake up in the morning, the next thing you know, you're going to be excited about waking up in the morning. And the closer you get to that goal, that thing that excites you, and the more you get to do it, the better you feel. And all of a sudden, you're looking over here and you're going, hey, well, you know, we did this and that wasn't too bad. It was actually pretty fun. So why are we doing this? And I don't know why I'm doing that. And then the next thing you know, guess what you do? You say, oh, okay, well, uh, then then let's stop doing it. Oh, what? Yeah, that's just, that, that, apparently that isn't much fun. I know it wasn't for me. I'm I'm mowing a lawn and taking care of a big-ass house, and I'm looking around at all the things I'd like to do. And then one day I just said, you know, I told my wife, I says, honey, I, why are you doing that? Why are you cleaning a big-ass house no one spends any time in? And she goes, well, I, I don't know. I'm, let me ask you the same question. Why are you mowing lawns and painting fences and shit? That no, I mean, it doesn't like anyone cares, right? Why are we doing it? And, of course, then we realize, well, you know what? We're not very good at life. We need to get great at life. And what was the first thing we had to do? Well, we had to get scared. We got all scared and nervous, and we said, oh, we can't because it's not like anybody else's. And, of course, all of our friends were right behind us. I was like, that's right. You can't. That's crazy. That's not what they told us, but that's what they said, right? So, but there you go. Find a reason to be great. Set a, set a goal for yourself. Get excited about something. You know, you know what it is. I'm not here to tell you what you need to do. All I'm here to say is, hey, listen, you're running out of time. I think the clock is ticking on all of us. And God knows with the condition of the world, the condition of the world around us, I, and I don't know exactly how much time we have left, but it doesn't seem like it's very long, right? Everybody's talking about Armageddon, the Bible, Revelation, right? Talking about Revelation. You could be great at kindness. I mentioned that in the last podcast. I mentioned you could be a great communicator. You could be a great husband. You could be a great dad. You could be a great employee. And I brought that up before, and people say, well, how do you find motivation to do shit that sucks? I said, well, you find a reason to do shit that sucks. It's better than the reason you're using right now. I'm like, well, what do you mean? I says, if, you're, if you go to work every day because you need to earn the money, you got that's the wrong friggin' reason. And, of course, that's no wonder why you do a half-assed job and you go home tired and you're not excited about any of it. What would happen if you changed that perspective and you got a better reason? Like, for instance, maybe you got a better reason because you see that there's a job somewhere up the chain that pays twice as much as you make now for the same amount of work or less. And all of a sudden you said to yourself, you know what, I think even if I don't like it here, even I don't plan on staying here, the more I learn, the more I know about this job, the more independent I am, and the more I can milk out of this experience, the more knowledge I'll take with me. Because the one thing I can tell you is if you learn something, you don't lose it, right? And, of course, when you look at my life, I've done all kinds of things. Why? Because everything I've done builds on everything else I've ever done. And this is no different. Will this be great? Eventually, this podcast will be great. I promise that. What are you waiting for? That's the struggle. That's what, well, I don't know where I don't I don't I don't know where to start. You don't know where to start. Start at the beginning. Start with a question. Why am I doing this? Why am I not doing that? Why? How could I? How could I do that? Oh yeah, there you. How could I do that? How how could I actually say, all right, I want to fish on Fridays every Friday all summer long, 
And so you say, all right, well, let me think. How can I do this? Well, I could tell my boss I'll work four tens, and that way I can have Friday off. Well, there's an idea. No way. What? Well, I mean, hell. I mean, you, you wanted to fish on Fridays, right? Right. Oh, well, what about the money? Oh, okay. Well, let's go ahead and take a look at this. Let's see. If I'm it's summertime and I'm fishing every night, then I probably don't need subscriptions, right? I don't need them. Maybe one, just something to get us to fall asleep. Maybe some murder, death, kill before we doze off. But we don't need subscriptions. Oh, there. Wait, that's that's $150. Well, hell, that's $150 a month that I could use to put fuel in my boat to go fishing every Friday. No way. What? Yeah. And then let's say, for instance, let's just, let's just say you spend a few weekends out there on the lake and you're like, damn, I really like fishing. Yeah, this is pretty friggin' cool, isn't it? And the next thing you know, you're like, well, we spend a lot of time fishing. Why do we have that big-ass house when we're always outside? Because didn't you say you wanted to snowboard in the winter? Yeah, yeah, I was thinking about that. Or tubing or, 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 or cross-country skiing or I don't have a clue. just something. There's a bunch of great stuff to do. So they said, well, you know what? I don't think we need that big-ass house. I think we need just enough room and just enough stuff to help us go fishing and, and do all that other stuff we have. Can you imagine if your house payment was half as big as it is now? Can you imagine if you had twice as much money as you do now because you decided, you know what, I really like fishing and I don't like mowing lawns and I don't like fancy-ass cars because, after all, no one gives a shit about it. So I got me a decent truck, I got a nice boat, and we go fishing all the time. Life better or worse? Better or worse? More significantly, how difficult is it going to be for you to be amazing? Do you be totally off the hook, off the charts, great about what you're doing? And the answer is, it isn't hard to be great at shit you love to do, right? And the cool part about it, the good news of all of this, is when you actually get one win, when you say, you know what, honey, we need to start walking because I want to get to know you again. I want to fall back in love with you. I want to hear your stories. and I want to talk about your dreams. And I want to share my dreams with you. And I want to talk about where we're going to be when the kids are all grown and how great it's going to be for me and you to X, Y, and Z, and then just spend the rest of that time filling in the blank. You know how freaked out she's going to be if you got your your... 30 pounds overweight butt out of the chair and said, come on, baby, let's go walking. I need to talk to you about how amazing, how great our relationship's going to be when these kids are gone. People, oh, my God, talking about kids. Yeah. Let's talk about kids. Let's talk about this. I heard something, the most ridiculous statement I ever made, anyone ever made, and it's worth bringing up because it's really significant. This is the direction that some people are actually taking their children, right? So, so the mom gets on social media and she's talking about her, her love for her son and that she'll always have a place for her son and, and she'll always provide a meal to her son. And, and it was, this, it was this, basically this rant about how that there was no requirement that she would always be there. And I'm, on, I'm thinking, I'm thinking to myself, and I know this person, I'm thinking, wait a minute, what are you doing? So what you're basically saying is that you're going to, you're going to live forever, right? You're going to live forever because you do realize at some point that, that you're going to be gone. Your son will be there by themselves, right? And, of course, I don't know about you, but my idea about raising kids is to raise kids so they stand on their own two feet. And if your kid needs you, then he's not standing on his own two feet. And the way kids get up on their own two feet is when other people stop picking them up or holding them up. Why is this important? I don't know, I talked about it in a previous podcast, but I don't mind saying it again. The world is a tough place. 
And people who don't have the ability to grow, to sustain themselves and then design or establish paths for themselves, pathways, they don't get there. They don't get anywhere. And the world just pushes right past them and pretty soon they're absorbed into it. How dare us think it's okay for us to disable our children to the point that they don't know how to stand up on their own? From the time they're born until the time you die, that is your mission as a parent. I mean, let's face it. You're not always going to be there. Kids generally do outlive their parents, right? So when you're thinking about, well, what could I do for my kid? Well, could I let him sit in the basement and play video games and he can be my best friend and we'll just hang out together and and he doesn't really have to do anything because I pay all the bills and and that's just the way it's going to be. And I don't care if anybody knows that he's, even if he's not living a very productive life or he's not being amazing in his own right, he's not being great in his own right. Come on. Come on, right? If there's any gift you'll ever give your kids, it's the ability to stand on their own two feet. And the only way you do that is make them stand on their own two feet. Huh. Pretty good rule. My kids were out of the house by the time they were September of their graduating year. That was the rule, and that's the rule we held to. Did I help my kids? Hell yeah, I helped them all the time. Gave them money, and I, but I gave them money when they were growing. I gave them money when they were pursuing shit, and the trail was, it was the, the, the struggle was getting tough, and they needed some help, and they were still in the game. They said, Dad, listen, I'm, I'm grinding, but I need a little help. That's when I, I stepped in. Hell, yeah, I gave them all kinds of things. Gave them everything they needed, and you know what happened? They succeeded. I got them to the point where they don't need us. They're smarter than me and my wife by a long way, all of them. You know how good that feels? You know how good it feels to be a father and actually look at your kid and say, you know what, if I drop off the face of the earth today, he's going to be fine. She's going to be fine. Can you imagine that? If you're worried about not being great, if you're not, if you're not motivated by a desire to be great within yourself, you're missing out on the most valuable opportunity anyone has. The world is full of choices. I don't know if you've noticed it, but the world is full full of choices, full of things that will add value, excitement, energy to your life, teach you things you didn't know, give you experiences you never dreamed of. And the only thing that's getting in your way is you. That's right. You're the one. You're standing in your way. You've got all kinds of excuses about why you can't, and you've got all kinds of distractions about why you don't have time to. And the bottom line is, here's the deal. Now, here's the catcher. Uh Uh-oh, making friends or enemies with this one. But let me just go ahead and ask you this. How much time did you spend a day on social media? And more importantly, how much greater is your life because of what aspect of your life is just getting ready to blast off the off the off the planet because you spent all that time on TikTok, on whatever your entertainment mode for the day is? Can you imagine what would happen if you actually spent that time working on your music? You know, because you keep telling everybody, yeah, I'm going to be a musician, I'm going to be an engineer, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. And, of course, you mess around with it, but you never just commit to it. You never just say, this is the agenda, this is what I'm doing, this is my obligation until I hit that mark and then do it. That's where real endurance comes in, right? And I don't know if you've ever noticed, but think about anything you've ever done that you love to do. What do you suppose happens with that? What happens with that? If it's something that's connected to you, if you're going snowboarding and you love snowboarding, it isn't a pain in the ass to get up at 3 o'clock in the morning at all. In fact, some guys will stay up all Friday night, all night, just to get shit ready, and then their guys pull up on Saturday, they're, they're, they're off. Snowboarding down a hill, no sleep all day long, right? Why is that? It's because when you're trying to be great at shit that's connected to you, it gets really easy to hit your mark. I don't know, sound like an ass chewing to me? 
Maybe. I don't know. I'm not trying to be hard on you, but let's just face it. The bottom line is this. We can come up with all kinds of ideas about why we don't. And that's fine because it doesn't have any impact on anyone except you. But the bottom line is the world doesn't give two shits. The world is going to keep spinning even if you don't. And when and for those of us who have the ability to say, you know what, I'm not letting the world define me. I'm going to stay focused on me and I'm going to make decisions based on what inspires me. I'll tell you right now, a guy who loves fishing shouldn't own a big-ass house. He should have a wife who loves fishing and a small house with a big-ass boat. I mean, and it doesn't get any simpler than that. I'm just one guy, just one guy making a lot of noise. I hope you understand what I'm telling you. I'm not here to beat you up. I'm here to lift you up. I'm not here to tell you what you're doing wrong. I'm here to tell you how to do it right. It's all about you. It's all about stop listening to everything you're told. Turn the noise up just long enough to ask yourself one question. If I were going to be great at anything, what would it be? Talk about it. Get excited about it. Tell your friends about it. Don't stop thinking about it. Before you know it, You'll be standing on top of that mountain going, hell yeah, I'm great at something. It's your turn. Hey, listen, I'm not going to keep you. My name's Chris Haquez. This is your best life defined. You don't have to agree with any of it. You don't have to agree with all of it. But I guarantee it comes from the heart. I know it works because I'm living it. And I'll invite you to come along with me. Hey, there's nothing I need from you. It's all about giving. Until next time, don't forget to share, like, jump in, talk about it, tell your friends about it. If you have questions or you have ideas about a show or you have something specifically that you need to get done or would like help with, reach out to me. I'm there for you. Till next time, my name is Chris Akiz, and this is Your Best Life Defined. Have a wonderful...